are into fantasy football and you've been looking for a podcast that can take you to the next level. This is the 4th and Flex Fantasy Football Podcast. Now, here are your hosts, Josh Bendy and Trey Burris. Welcome to the NFL. Let's go! Let's go! Let's go! Go! We are back. Welcome back to the 4th and Flex Fantasy Football Podcast. I'm Bandy. That's Trey. And the time, time is now, Trey. I see that. Yes, it is now. Um, super Flex, baby. I love doing some Super Flex, man. And we are going to talk you through a Super Flex draft here. We're going to kind of slow it down a little bit, like take you through our minds, let you know what's going on in there, all that good stuff. But uh, before we get to our draft, Trey, of course, we got to hear from our friends over at Manscaped. Yes, sir. <laughs> Guys, it's summertime. It is hot. It is sticky. It is all those things. Guys, go over to Manscaped right now. Get you some of that Crop Preserver Ball Toner. If you've watched our channel before, you've heard me talk about it because I can't get enough of this stuff. And it's actually pretty affordable. So go over there. Go to Manscaped.com. Use our promo code SUPERFLEX20. You're going to get 20% off and you're going to get free shipping, Trey. Without a doubt. And if you don't want the ball deodorant, they have a plethora of other options at Manscaped. Go check out the website. I mean, the least you can do is go over there and see what they have. You don't even have to buy anything unless you want to. But if you do see something, make sure you use promo code SUPERFLEX20 and you'll get 20% off and free shipping worldwide. I mean, what a better deal can you get? Exactly, exactly. And it's going to help you out. It's going to help us out. Everybody's helped out. But speaking of helping each other out, Trey, I think we got to get us to this draft. Um, super flex. We're going super flex mock draft here. Look, uh, some people, they're still not quite familiar with super flex. So we figured, why not, since we are the super flex guys, go through a draft and uh, kind of talk our way through it. And Trey is going to draft at the one spot. And I think I'm going to go at the 10. We're kind of changing things up here. Usually it's the other way around, but. Hey, let's do it, buddy. We're in no there. doubt, no doubt. And and when you're drafting at the one spot, it's a pretty scary position. Um, just knowing that you're, you know, you don't get a pick for another 22 picks. So it's it's scary. But um, you know, you do get that first selection of all the players. So um you get to look at everybody across the board, get whoever you want. You get you're the guy that gets to get the first pick. You make the decisions, you start the draft off, you get to see how it plays out. Um, in super flex draft, you know, I, Jalen hurts is my dude, but if I have the one Oh one, I mean, I have to go with the, um, forever faithful, um, Patrick Mahomes. I mean, hey, you have hey. to at the one, this dude puts up points and, uh, wins. I mean, this dude's a monster. I just feel like right now in super flex, Patrick Mahomes is where it's at. Absolutely. Absolutely. I was talking to somebody earlier today. They said, I want to get that Patrick Mahomes and Kelsey stack. But you don't see that happening much with Kelsey going in the first round. It's definitely tough to pull off. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And Tommy popping in saying, good evening, gentlemen. What up, Tommy T, our boy up, up there. Always faithful to us, man, kicking it, hitting us up. Um, I guess it's my turn. Um, as you can see, as with most Superflex drafts, <clears throat> 
it goes just like you expect it to go, man. Patrick Mahomes goes, then Jalen Hurts, Lamar Jackson. That's 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 different. You see in Lamar go before Allen and Burrow. I like that though. If you believe in Lamar and you think he's your guy, uh, that's perfect. And um, Jefferson goes at the sixth, and Herbert, and then we get towards a little closer to the end here. And what you're seeing here at the end more is people who weren't able to get them that top tier quarterback here. So uh, they start to uh, load up on the good guys. They got the McCaffrey's, your Jefferson's, your Chase's, because you got to find your spot here. You got to find where you're going to um, succeed. And if you're not getting one of those main guys over there, then, you know, that's just kind of how it goes. You know, and that's another thing, you know, with Lamar Jackson going before Allen and Burrow. I mean, if you're at the three spot and you want one of the top five quarterbacks and you want Jackson, don't say, well, you know, ADP says that I should go Allen here. If you think Jackson is going to outperform them, get Jackson because you're not getting him in round two, um, especially in Superflex. I mean, uh, you, you, if you get, you want the guy you get, you get him. You know what I'm saying? Like, you got to take Lamar if that's your guy. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. You got to. You got to. But I am here on the clock. So what do I do here? You know me, man. I'm not running back, dude. Um, I want to I want to go Eckler. I really do. But Bijan over there just looking up at your boy saying, you know, you want it. <laughs> so I think I'm going to do is I'm going to get on here and. I'm going to get Bijan. Why not? I think I'm going to get me a guy who's going to produce for me everywhere I need him to go. And just like I said, Kelsey goes at the 11th in the first round. I just don't see people getting that Mahomes-Kelsey stack here with Superflex trade. Do you? No, I mean, you're not You're not getting Kelsey at uh, the 212 uh, any day of the week, and you're not getting Patrick Mahomes outside of a Superflex past the 1-4. Um, and that's if you're playing with the guys who don't like him. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Uh, so the 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 best odds you can get is Team Four. Say he somehow manages to get Mahomes. He's still Kelsey's not making it back to the two nine. So I would say it's physically impossible unless you just have a team that hates Kelsey and everybody in your league hates Kelsey and you just happen to be a Kansas City fan. Somehow you pull it. I just don't see it happening. Yeah, you're not you're not seeing it happen a lot. At definitely definitely, but um. Let's see here, buddy. I, I really <laughs> Eckler's still sitting there for me, so I'm I'm thinking about snagging him up here. But I really think if I don't get Trevor Lawrence here, he's definitely not making it back to me. So I'm going to go ahead and grab Trevor Lawrence. I think he is going to be legit this year, and I think he's uh, worth the grab. Yeah, I will say, you know, if you look uh, the team twelve, I see a lot of team twelves double up on wide receiver. I think that's a big strat people are using these days. Um, because a lot of times, especially in non uh, super flex leagues, um, all the running backs are going off the board. And so at the 12 spot, there's not a lot of great running backs, but a lot of people haven't touched receiver yet. So you grab two of those top five receivers um, and you've got a head up on everybody else in the receiver room. You know, obviously they have a head up on uh, running back, but you take over that receiver. And that's kind of how you would draft at the 12 spot is you got to play the opposite of what everybody else is doing because you're at the dead end of the teams. Um, so I like that. Um, Superflex even, I think it's not bad because all those big quarterbacks are going off the board. I mean, you see Justin Fields win at the um, 2-2, and then you grab Trevor Lawrence. I prefer Trevor Lawrence over Justin Fields. I think that was a good grab. For sure, for sure. I like me some Trevor Lawrence. Um, And then after that, there goes Eckler in the second, Barkley, Deshaun Watson. Um, In years past, I will say, when it comes to Superflex, I have had a great deal of um, – a, a great 
it's really worked out for me, I'll say, grabbing two quarterbacks right away. But generally, that's when I'm in the, the top five of my picks. You know what I mean? Definitely, definitely. Um, so I'm on the clock here at the 212 and the 3 1. Get a back to back pick here. So, um, but I've got to make it count because, you know, again, I'm not up for another 20 something picks. So, I, you know, I've got to really try to maneuver and, and get all my positions filled um, at the right time. Um, so I really like to take a wide receiver and a running back here um, to try to, you know, uh, average it out. Um, wide receivers on the board that I like I got AJ Brown, uh, Amon Ross there. Jalen Waddle's there, Higgins is there, Olave's there. Um, but I think A.J. Brown and Amon Ra are kind of a tier above those guys. Um, between the two of them, I really don't care which one I get. But I think that A.J. Brown has a safer floor. I think Amon Ra has a higher ceiling, but I think A.J. Brown has a safer floor. And, you know, when I'm worried about who's going to fall back to me, I kind of want to get some safer picks here. So I'm going to go ahead and take A.J. Brown on my first pick. Um, and then, you know, I, like I said, I want to try to get a running back here. Now the running backs on the top of the board, we've got Derek Henry, we've got Nick Chubb, we've got Josh Jacobs, Brees Hall, Ramondre Stevenson. Um, Ramondre kind of shines out to me here. Um, even though he's a little lower down the list, I really think that he's going to surprise a lot of people this year. Um, but with the guys that I have, you know, like I said, I kind of want to get a couple safe picks here just to make sure that I have a solid, um, foundation for this team. Um, and I know a guy who has, um, you know, a solid floor as well. Um, and he's, you know, his ceiling has been pretty high, but also his floor is consistent with this team and he's consistent on the field. And that's my boy, Nick Chubb. And that's where I'm rolling. Absolutely. I, I just I had a feeling you were going Nick Chubb there. And I, and I, of course I like to grab Nick Chubb, um, being completely undervalued. You're seeing, uh, you know, last year, I remember he fell and fell in the ADP and turned out that that was the wrong move because he took off at the beginning of the season and just kept it going there. So uh, of course I like Nick Chubb. I really liked how you got you, uh, you got you that legit quarterback, got you a, a superstar wide receiver and, you got you a robust running back on the board there. I really, really like that. I mean, I think that's really uh, a strategy that that people can use. And then that's making sure you have at least that one solid guy in each position. That's going to help you every time and absolutely every time. Yeah, and I mean, a guy like Nick Chubb, who was, um, you know, number one in standard leagues last year, um, is going in the third round. I mean, I know it's super flex, but still, there's running backs going off the board before him, and he was number one in, in, in a couple of different types of leagues, um, you know, and now he doesn't have Hunt behind him. You know, it, it's uh, what I can't even think of his name, Johnson. Um, so, I mean, you know, Hunt was taking some work in, in the receiving game, but I mean, now Nick Chubb, I feel like he's just going to, just going to get a little bit more work and, and maybe even, even a couple catches more, um, where that was Hunt, Hunt was taken from him. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Guys, what do you think? Is Nick Chubb being undervalued? Throw it down in the comment section for us, man. Let us know. And maybe let us know some other guys you think are completely being undervalued this season and, and that you're pretty sure is going to take off. And, and if you don't mind, go ahead and hit that like button for us, too. That helps your boys out tremendously. Um, but let's take a look back at the board. Um, I'm on the clock here. I've got my Bijan, my Trevor Lawrence. I'm I'm looking down here at my board and I'm looking at Ramondre. I'm not going to lie. I really like that Ramondre um, Stevenson staring up at me right there. And um, I, I really think I'm going to take a running back here. Um, when I look over at my quarterbacks, you know, I got to keep an eye on everything. That's um, a good uh, drafter does. And um, 
It's Kirk Cousins, Daniel Jones, Aaron Rodgers. I really like Aaron Rodgers. Um, Kirk Cousins with Justin Jefferson, of course, is going to be, you know, awesome. But um, I really think I'm just going to go another running back here. I think I can get me another um, another quarterback decent later in uh, the later rounds. And I think <laughs> – all right, I'm just going to go Ramondre here. Be safe. I'm going to grab Ramondre. hope another guy comes back to me. And he does. Kirk Cousins goes, then Pollard. Najee, Devonta Smith, and I'm back on the clock here. Um, I'm going to stick with my running backs, man. I want to make sure my running backs are solid. And I really think Jamar Gibbs is going to be the guy this season. In Alabama, we know he tore it up. So I'm going to go ahead and grab me some Jamar Gibbs here, Trey. Ooh, risky with the double rookies. I like it. Taking them risks to get the biscuit. (laughs) You know how I do, buddy. You know how I do. So Jameer Gibbs goes, and then Daniel Jones, followed by Chris Olave, T. Higgins, Kenneth Walker, T.J. Hawkinson, Anthony Richardson, Jared Goff, and D.K. Metcalf. And I'm back on the clock at the 412. See, this is what I'm talking about because I went with a wide receiver and a running back. I knew that the quarterback room was going to be rough when it got back to me for my backup quarterback. Um, I definitely have to take a quarterback in the next two picks, Thankfully, the guy that I would have grabbed at the 3-1 is still on the board at quarterback. I figured he might be. Um, I'll go ahead and take him with my 4-12, and that's Aaron Rodgers, who I think is majorly undervalued in drafts. I love him as your second in a super flex league. Um, it just He just is a great add to your team um, and just kind of, um, you know, I can't even think of the word that um, – he adds a lot to the team as sure. your second quarterback. Um, Aaron Rodgers, baby. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Aaron Rodgers on the Jets this year. He's got his guys over there um, in a super Compliments. Flex. Yeah. That's what I was looking for. There it is. Compliments, baby. And real quick, yo, man, Joe over at Twitch. You remember him last year, buddy? Popping yes, back in. Are y'all going to do another mock draft? Buddy, we are mock drafting at least once a week on this channel buddy so uh hop over to youtube man uh hit the like button and uh put a comment down there man we'll get you we'll get you in there and um if you're on sleeper um my sleeper name is bandy b flexing send me a friend request man we'll get you in on one of these mock drafts buddy heck yeah without a doubt um back on the board again at the five one here um you know i've got my two quarterbacks i've got a wide receiver i've got a running back um, kind of just looking around the board here, tight end wise, George Kittle's there, Kyle Pitts, Dallas Goddard, those kind of guys. It would be interesting, you know, I kind of think, uh, to take a tight end here, but there's still a lot of running backs and wide receivers that look good. I mean, ETN, Aaron Jones, Joe, Joe Mixon are on the board there at wide receiver. You got Allen, Samuel, Amari Cooper. Um, it's really tough, but out of those guys, I'm kind of leaning more towards the running back in this position. I want to make sure that I solidify some solid running backs. Um, you can find wide receivers on the waiver all year long. Um, and between ETN Jones and Mixon, honestly, um, I would normally lead towards Jones, but because I have Chubb and I have that floor, I'm willing to take a little bit more of a risk on my RB2. Um, so I'm going to risk it here with Travis ETN. Um, I know that a lot of people are worried about him, but he has shown that he can do it. Um, and I'm taking a risk hoping that he does this year. 
Yeah, no, I love it. I love the ETN pick, man. I've been drafting him a lot in my best ball leagues, man. People are kind of sleeping on him, so he's fallen and fallen in the ADP because of old Tank Bigsby coming in there. But I really think Jacksonville, man, is going to be a force to be reckoned with this year. I'm excited about Jacksonville, and I, I haven't been able to say that in a long time. No doubt, and I really hope they are because if they're not, it's going to be sad, man, because it seems like every time I look at the draft board, I, I want to grab all the Jacksonville players I can, and I really hope that it works out for us. I mean, this team has everything they need to really produce for fantasy, um, and it just comes down to game-by-game game basis and how much heart they have in it because they have the skill, without a doubt. For sure, for sure, and Travis Sumter says – he feels Miles Sanders-esque of last year. What do you think about that, buddy? Yeah, I mean, I had Miles Sanders last year, and, and uh, <laughs> he did pretty good for me. You know, I know he had some rough weeks here and there. Um, but like I said, you got to take a risk on some guys. And when I have that floor with Nick Chubb there as an RB2, you, I, I'm okay with taking a little bit more of a risk with him and uh, the ups and downs and, and playing it out. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I am on the clock. Um, I got me a lot of good running backs here and I got my quarterback. So I've waited a little bit here and I'm, I think I'm going to go ahead and grab my quarterback. I just want to solidify this team of my super flex team here. Quarterbacks make up a big chunk of your team. So I'm looking down at my quarterbacks here. I got Derek Carr, Bryce Young, Jordan Love, I got a lot of rookies on this team, buddy. So I, uh, I guess I'm going to go with the veteran and uh, I'm going to jump and grab me some Derek Carr. I really <laughs> expected you to go Bryce Young there. And I was like, this is a young team, boy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I know, man. I couldn't do it. I couldn't do it to myself. <laughs> and But I'm back on the clock here and, and D-Hop goes and Aaron Jones goes. I really wanted to get me some Aaron Jones, but I honestly think it's about that time to look at my wide receivers, Trey. Um, let's take a look down at the wide receivers. Jerry Judy's still there. DJ Moore. Um, we got Christian Watson, Michael Pittman Jr., Godwin. I'm really looking down over down here at Christian Kirk, man. Um, he's down there ways. I think he might be able to come back to me, so I'm going to go safe here and get DJ Moore. What do you think? Yeah, man. I mean, I'm not a huge DJ Moore fan, but I am excited for him with his new team um, and how it's going to play out. I mean, um, who, what was your other option you said you were looking at? Christian oh, Kirk? Christian Kirk, but I think he's going to make it back to me, unless you grab him. Unless yeah, you grab him. Um, <laughs> I don't know, because I am probably going to lean receiver here, but um, I do would have liked to stack with Lawrence there, but you know uh, that's what you got to do. You got to take risks. You got to hope that player makes it back to you. Hopefully he does. We'll have to see. <laughs> um, after your DJ Moore pick, Kyle Pitts goes off the board, J.K. Dobbins, Miles Sanders, DeAndre Swift, Judy Goddard, Damian Pierce and Michael Pittman Jr. And I'm back on the clock at the 612. Real quick here, Travis popping in again saying, yes, sir. Chubb could smash as overall, overall RB1 this season. Love the start. Definitely, man. And that's the thing is, is Chubb is a boring player. You know, people get excited about players like Bajan Robinson, which, you know, obviously that dude could go off. But Chubb has shown that he can be. I mean, literally last year he did it. And so um, it's just one of those things that, you know, but he's boring. People are like, oh, yeah, Nick Chubb, I know him. I know he can do it. I want to take these risks. I want to go crazy. I want to win with a million points. And, and Chubb's, you know, it's just a safe floor there. You know, when you're at the one pick and you don't get a pick for 20 picks and you, and you want to make sure that you get some points on the board. 
For sure, for sure. Love me some chub. Um, and uh, Job says, I've noticed the drop-off of wide receivers is way larger compared to running backs this year. Trey, you notice that too? Definitely. I mean, the top 10 wide receivers versus, you know, the the next 10, uh, there's a big difference there. Um, and also with the running backs, it's more of like the kind of top five and then like uh, six through 20 almost are all kind of on the same level. Um, that's one thing that I've been kind of leaning towards is taking one of those top wide receivers and then grabbing a couple running backs and then going back to the wide receiver room because you really want one of those top super awesome solidified wide receivers on your team. Um, and then I kind of lean more towards grabbing running backs after that because of the fact that the running backs don't drop off. You can kind of reach for them a little bit later in the later rounds. Like I said, Nick Chubb round three. ETN round five. Yeah, I mean, honestly, I feel like I've been seeing a lot of wide receivers, though, coming off the board um, a lot more. And you're able to grab those running backs in the later rounds, though. Haven't you seen that, too? Definitely. And I think that's kind of the trend this year is that, um, you know, uh, wide receivers, people are, are more worried about uh, grabbing the better wide receiver and, and and getting a running back. that Because I think it has a lot to do with injuries, man, because running backs get injured. And when you take a round one running back and that dude gets hurt, it can destroy your team. You know, wide receivers obviously have less of a chance to get injured and um, people are it's less of a risk to take a wide receiver in the first round. So I think that's why people are looking that way and grabbing some of these later round running backs. So they're not putting as much um, weight on the pick. Makes sense. Makes sense. You're still on the clock, buddy. What are you going to do with the six round pick? Yeah, here at the 6-1, I'm looking at my team. I've got two running backs, a wide receiver. I need to get another wide receiver here, maybe a couple flex. I would like to go back-to-back again, wide receiver, running back, um, just to kind of bounce back and forth. That's kind of how I like to do it. Real quick, I want to look at the tight ends because I, I, I'm one of those guys that I do like to get a later tight end. But every now and then, if the right tight end falls to me, I'd be interested in taking him. Darren Waller is there, who has kind of been my dude I've been looking at um, in most of my drafts because he's fallen low. Um, but there's a couple other guys down there that I think I could see uh, doing pretty good. Now over here on the running back side, we've got Dalvin Cook. We've got James Conner, Cam Akers. Um, and Dalvin Cook is probably, um, once he finds a team, he probably won't be there in the sixth round. Um, you know, and, and to, to make this more realistic, I'm going to look towards um, someone that already has a team. Um, I like a running back that's going to get a lot of work. Speaking of Dalvin Cook, now that he's gone, your boy Alexander Madison is going to put in some work. And so I'm going to go that route there at the 612. What do you think about that? Yeah, no, I like it. Yeah, taking Madison, um, going to be the RB1 on his team for sure. A team, though, last year that was really passing the ball a lot in which I think maybe caused the dip, at least one of the reasons dip in Dalvin's production. But, I mean, this guy's got fresher legs in Dalvin. And then, of course, in the sixth round, I love me some Madison, man. Good call. Now at the 7-1, I want to get me a receiver here. Looking at the receivers on the board, it's kind of all over the place. I mean, you've got um, second-year Christian Watson, um, and three picks later, you've got rookie Smith and Jigba. Uh, Brandon Ayuk is there, who is said to be the new number one on his team over Debo. Um, I, I find that a little hard to believe just because I've seen both of them play in the same time. Um, Ayuk is a good player, but Debo just has that um, evasive ability to get away after the catch. I really prefer him over Ayuk, but I'm kind of liking Ayuk a lot more this year. Mm -hmm. But since I took A.J. Brown, who has that solid floor, um, I'm going to grab a guy that's got a little bit more risk. Um, It's not Christian Kirk, just so you know. 
Oh, um, I'm going to leave him on there and, and <laughs> leave it to the computer gods, whether he comes back to you. Um, but I'm going to take me some Christian Watson here. Okay. Okay. Christian Watson. I like it. Um, and then Ayuk goes right after you. So, I mean, and then Darren Waller goes down there too, buddy. So, um, yeah, you called it, but guess what happened? Just like I said, your boy Christian Kirk's coming back, coming home, coming home. Grab the stack, the Christian Kirk stack with Trevor Lawrence. I love it. I think it's going to be kind of uh, underrated this year, man, for sure. Definitely, definitely. And yeah, you're right, though, because, you know, we're both big Christian Kirk fans. Um, If I hadn't been in here, he probably definitely would have made it back to you. I probably would have looked there, but I wanted to see if it fell the way you thought it would without, you know, an outside source. (laughs) Um, So I like that a lot that you got Christian Kirk. I like the stack. Um, Nice job to wait on him one more round and still got the dude you wanted. Good move. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. And Job's popping in saying, do y'all feel like Kelsey could drop off a little bit compared to last year, or to years past? Sorry. I will never underestimate the monster that is Travis Kelsey. Um, Other tight ends, you know, towards the older, um, the older they get, uh, you know, you obviously expect to drop off, but Travis Kelly, I feel like he, he ages like fine wine. I mean, he gets better with age. This dude is just continually a monster. He gets bigger, stronger, better, faster, um, you know, obviously there's going to be a time where he drops off, but I think that, um, if I have him on my team, whenever that happens, it's not going to hurt me that much because I guarantee you, um, he's still going to produce to the level of a mid tight end anyway. And if not have some explosive games, regardless, you know, I ain't as good as I once was, but I'm as good once as I ever was kind of situation. <laughs> yes, sir. Better, harder, faster, stronger. Yes, sir. Travis Kelsey, honestly, though, I've. I don't remember seeing Kelsey um, in the first round a lot last year. Do you, Trey? Because I'm pretty sure he was falling more to the second in most of the drafts I was watching. I mean, a lot of it was either, you know, the 111 or, you know, as far – I think the, the latest I've seen him fall was like the 2-4. It was definitely a second, more of a second-round situation unless you had someone who really believed in Travis Kelsey. But he was a first-round type pick. He was worth taking in the first round. Um, if you drafted him in the second last year, you got value for him. So, I mean – Yeah, for sure, for sure. But I'm on the clock here, buddy, and um, let's see – I. I'm looking up at my running backs, and um, <laughs> you know me, buddy. I really want to get me another one, man, because um, there's a big drop off there with those running backs. As soon as the which a lot of those main guys are there, so really you're digging and and kind of hoping for a good guy here. I'm looking down at my running backs. I see Pacheco, Rashad White, Kamara, David Montgomery. Um, I've already got Jamar Gibbs here. I don't know if I want both the Detroit guys, even though I'm pretty sure both these guys are going to do their parts in this offense. I don't know if I'm willing to risk it. Um, Really, the running backs aren't looking too good, if I'm being completely honest. Um, I think I'm going to take Pacheco just because, you know, second – uh, year guy. I, I think he's really going to, you know, step it up and they've, they've found that they can really, um, you know, rely on him to be that running back that they need. Trey. Definitely. Definitely. I like Pacheco a lot. Um, I don't like that. He's going so much earlier than his counterpart McKinnon. I think McKinnon is being slept on. He should get a little more help, but McKinnon's more of a receiving uh, running back and Pacheco's going to get that groundwork. He's going to mm-hmm. get it done for the team that wins Super Bowls. Um, they're going to give him the ball when they need to, and he's going to get yards. I mean, this team is a monster team. I like the Pacheco pick in the eighth round. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. And you are on the clock, buddy. 
Okay, so after the Pacheco pick, Mike Williams goes, then Evan Ingram, Tyler Lockett, Matthew Stafford, Mike Evans, Kamara, Fryermuth, and Montgomery. Um, I'm on the clock at the 8-12. I really was hoping Kamara would fall to me here um, with the recent news about his felony charge getting dropped, which there's still a chance that he could get suspended, but it does give a lot more hope for fantasy believers that have Kamara. Um, so I kind of like taking him a little more than I did before um, when I was unsure of what the situation was going to be. Um, now that I know it's literally just a misdemeanor charge and uh, you know the, the NFL might not even take repercussions, I think that they should probably. Um, mm-hmm. just to kind of, you know, lay down some law and prove a point for everyone else in the league. Um, but who knows? I mean, it's been several years since this incident and, and, uh, I'd be surprised if they didn't do anything at all. Um, regardless of that, I'm on the clock here at the eight twelve. Um, looking at my team, I need one more flex. My tight end is still empty. And then it's bench work from that point forward. Mm-hmm. Looking at the board here, um, could take my third quarterback here. I'll probably wait. You know, it's going to be a bench guy regardless of feel or if an injury or a bye week or something. Um, running backs on the board, it's looking a little rough. You got Rashad White, James Cook, A.J. Dillon, Antonio Gibson. You go over to the wide receiver room, right at the top of the board is my main man, Traylon Burks, who I'm really <laughs> excited about this year. Jordan Addison is up there, who I know a lot of people are excited about. George Pickens and Deontay Johnson are all on the board. And I'm actually going to go a different route here than I normally would. Mm. Um, because like I said, when I'm drafting at the one spot, I really want these guys who are, you know, have shown that they can do it. Um, you want to take a couple risks, but you also want these solid um, veteran type players on your team because you're not going to get picks for a long time. And you got to kind of take what you can get. Um, and looking at the receivers on the board here, honestly, there's a guy on the board who I really think is going to shine this year. He's going to step up. He was not that great last year, had zero touchdowns. Zero touchdowns is a number that is um, is not going to change. You know, that, that's not a statistical number. Um, you know, it, he's going to get touchdown regression. Uh, he's coming back this year. He's feeling better than ever. The team has had another year with their quarterback. Um, and that's Deontay Johnson. That's who I'm going to grab right here, baby. I knew it. As soon as you said no touchdowns, I knew exactly where you're going. And that's actually going to bring us to a question from Job in the comments. Last question. Who y'all more comfortable taking, George Pickens or Deontay Johnson? Well, both of those guys were sitting right next to each other on the board there. And in my opinion, I think Deontay Johnson is the better pick. Um, I really think he's going to step it up this year. His touchdowns are going to change. He's going to get touchdowns this year. And a team that when a player like Deontay Johnson, who's been a veteran on a team, hasn't got touchdowns an entire year, that team makes a point to get them touchdowns Mm -hmm. uh, because they don't want that receiver to look bad on their team, especially if they like that team, uh, that player. Um, So Deontay Johnson, I wouldn't doubt that he gets a touchdown in the first game of the Steelers this year Mm, calling it calling it I know you're more comfortable with Deontay but I got burned by him last year I really think that's what happens I really think George Pickens is the move this year (laughs) we will see my friend we will see and and, now somebody write it down like Trey says I'm gonna write this down Deontay Johnson week one gets a touchdown I'm gonna put a bet on it son TD write that down buddy write that down I'm gonna put a bet on it (laughs) <laughs> we're gonna find we'll bet bet my guy bet, bet. <laughs> bet that up all right so i take deontay johnson at the 8 12 i'm back on the clock at the 9 1 still needing a tight end um you know i'm looking at the board here there's a couple guys i like 
Um, but after these next two guys come off the board, it really gets shallow in the tight end room. And there's a tight end out there that is really slept on, I think, because he's on a team that is never good. Um, I think that he's a great tight end. And with a new rookie quarterback, I think he's going to be a, a fan favorite for C.J. Stroud. Um, mm-hmm. Just calling it out there. <laughs> and that's your boy Dalton Schultz. Um, I really think he's going to uh, secure that safety net for when C.J. Stroud panics on those deep passes and he's feeling pressured. He's going to check it down to Dalton Schultz. And Dalton Schultz is going to power for a first down consistently. Um, so I like Dalton Schultz in the ninth round. I think it's a great tight end to get towards the end of your draft. For sure, for sure. I was looking at him. I was hoping he was going to make his way back to daddy, but it didn't happen. So uh, at least you got him, I guess. At least you got him. I knew if I didn't take him now, he was (laughs) not coming back because you would take him. (laughs) (laughs) You called it, buddy. You called it. I was looking straight at the guy. Um, But but I'm going to take a look at my tight ends here because that is the direction I think I need to go in for this team. Um, Komet, Dolchich, Dalton Kincaid, who I'm really, really looking at Dalton Kincaid this year. But this team that I'm drafting here has got too much, too many question marks on it already. I mean, the, the tip, the picks that I did make, I'm pretty sure are going to hit. But there's always that chance that those rookies just fall. So I don't think I could do it and take another rookie on this team. However, I know with Sean Payton over there on the Broncos, he really likes this guy, Dolchich. We've seen what he's done with his tight ends in the past. Look at Taysom Hill. Um, I think Dolchich is really going to shine in this offense, and that's the the, the tight end I'm going to grab. Yeah, man, I like it. You know, when you're when you're grabbing tight ends this late in the league, um, in the draft, you have to grab those tight ends that are going to be touchdown warriors. You know what I mean? Every week, you're just going to pray for a touchdown. I mean, they'll obviously, um, depending on the tight end you get, we'll get some passes here and there. But you're going to get your points from touchdowns. And Dolchich is a touchdown machine. Um, mm-hmm. Russell Wilson loves this dude and and looks for him in the end zone. So I like it a lot. For sure, for sure, buddy. Um, and I'm back on the clock. Gibson goes, then CJ Stroud, uh, Brian Robinson. Uh, Gibson going before Brian Robinson. I really am liking seeing that, to be completely honest with you. I think Gibson is has got the higher upside here. So um, Brian Robinson after Gibson works for me. But it was the same team, actually, if you look at that. <laughs> yeah, obviously, you know, computer ADP and everything like that. But I do mm-hmm. like that Gibson goes before Brian Robinson. Mm-hmm. I would prefer Gibson on my team. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. And now at this point, we are really looking for depth in our teams. We've got five bench spots here. So I'm going to be looking for five guys that I think are going to be able to help me out in my uh, on my team. I know yeah, that one. Guys. Yeah, five guys. I love their burgers and fries. <laughs> um, but but uh, obviously, I want to get me another quarterback just to uh, um, you know, make sure I'm safe in case one of my guys go down. So I'm not just on the waiver, just begging for Daniel Jones or one of these guys that nobody wanted. Maybe not Daniel Jones this Put year. Put some respect on Daniel Jones's name. Son. <laughs> Maybe not Daniel Jones <laughs> this year. But in seasons past, Daniel Jones was one of those guys hanging out on the wire saying, you know, you wanna. <laughs> but um, I'm gonna wait on my quarterback because either way, I'm gonna get a guy that's you know, probably maybe gonna be good. I don't know, but right now I need depth, and in the position I think depth on my team that I need is wide receiver for sure. So um, I'm looking. I got Brandon Cooks up here. Uh, Brandon Cooks. Um, like we've said in the past, going in the out of the top forty. 
somebody to look out for. Like you said on a previous episode, CD Lamb has already said that he's Brandon Cooks has taught him so much. So that's got to mean something. Um, I'm also looking at Michael Thomas. He's down there a little bit, but Michael Thomas could come in and, and do good things for your team here. But I think I'm going to go safe here, and uh, I'm going to go ahead and grab Brandon Cooks for some depth in my team. Thank you so much. I really was worried you started talking about quarterbacks. My third quarterback I really want on this team, just in case Aaron Rodgers doesn't produce like I want him to. Um, So I want to get another guy who's kind of a risky quarterback pick. But if you watch our last show, we talk about how we think he's going to produce this year. I mean, he only played one game last year, but, you know, he's got a team around him. He's he's got to step up in this pocket. Um, All the quarterbacks that have been on this team have not done very well. It's time for them to get somebody to shine. And if he doesn't, who cares? He's on my bench. I can drop him for a different guy. But I want to get some depth here. And that is your man, Sam Howell. (laughs) How did I know that? How did I know that's where you were going, buddy? (laughs) I really thought that's where you were going. And I was like, oh, and then you said, ah, but I'm going to stick to it. I was like, let's go. (laughs) (laughs) Whatever's clever, buddy. Whatever's clever. Um, But you're still there, buddy. Yep, back on the clock at the 11-1. Looking for depth here. You know, again, I'm not going to get another pick and another 20-something pick. So I got to get, I got to make these picks count, you know. And uh, when I'm looking at the board here, running backs on the board, um, you know, Piran's there. um, But I did hear today that um, Javante supposedly will be ready for week one. I still think Piran has a lot of value because Javante is not going to be 100%. He might be ready to play, but they're not going to put him out there 99% of the snaps p ryan's gonna get work every game and when p ryan gets work p ryan gets touchdowns and gets fantasy points so um, i'm not saying p ryan's a bad pick it just makes me lean a little bit shy of p ryan over some other players now um Mm -hmm. looking at the wide receiver you got bateman you got elijah moore sutton zay flowers beckham lazard a bunch of these guys down there that are risky picks um you know it's it's tough when you get this deep in the in the draft here um, but there's a guy and, you know, <laughs> I look down the list and every time I do a draft, I have to look this way because it's just unbelievable how much he's being slept on. I really hope he produces this year because if he does it, I'm going to look like a dumbass. but it's consistent. This dude is falling. I mean, he's, I have to scroll down seven uh, running backs just to see this dude. Um, but I know that he's not going to be there when he comes back to me. So I got to take him now. I'm in the first pick. I got to take him now. And that is Jarek McKinnon. Jarek McKinnon, how did I know? <laughs> as soon as you said looking down, down here, I knew that's where you're going, buddy. But that's all right. I like it. I mean, maybe if you look at his stats from last year, they don't look pretty, but that's because he's a running back and they're looking at running back stats. But if you look at his catches, his uh, receiving touchdowns, all that stuff, man, Jarek McKinnon's going to be your guy, especially in PPR leagues. So I and love for that. those of you that do not know, because you haven't watched our last episode, you need to go back and watch it. Jarek McKinnon led the team in snaps at the running back position. He led the team. And I know the first several games, that's why his stats look bad is because the first half of the season, he didn't do a whole lot. But Mm -hmm. when it come crunch time and when it come, let's go to the Super Bowl time, Jarek McKinnon stepped up for his team. He stepped up for Mahomes. And Mahomes is going to remember that. Um, And this year, I think he's going to give Jarek McKinnon the props he deserves and get him the ball when he needs it. 
Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I, I hope you're right. I hope you're right. I think they uh, really saw what McKinnon had last year, and, and I, I really think they're going to use him. They're definitely going to use him. But I am on the clock here. Um, again, I'm, I'm looking for depth. I'm looking for guys that, you know, dart throws here. People that I think could bust out. Um, looking for value in these uh, drafts here. And I'm looking at my wide receivers still, man. Um, when, you're, when you go as heavy running back as I like to go in my drafts, you really got to do your homework, do your research on these wide receivers, guys that you think are being slept on that you can get for value in late, late rounds. And if I'm looking down at my wide receivers, I'm looking at value right here. I'm looking at Alan Lazard with his quarterback. Yes, a new system, but they're learning together. When things start to break down and start to get rough, Aaron Rodgers is going to look for his guy Lazard, look for his guy Cobb, hopefully more Lazard because that's the guy I'm kind of looking at here. But also I see Jacoby Myers, Jacoby Myers for Las Vegas, who's seeming to be the number one in Las Vegas, you think, Trey? Yeah, I mean, uh, outside of Devontae Adams. Well, you know um, what I mean. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> but, you're right. My bad. <laughs> uh, he's definitely uh, going to get some work in. The only thing that scares me with the Raiders is um, Jimmy Garoppolo and that whole situation about his surgery yeah. and whether he's actually going to be the quarterback or not. They're being really quiet on all that stuff. Like whether he passes his physical, he might just lose his entire contract. Um, I think that he's going to end up playing. Uh, you know, he's not a stupid guy. Um, he mm-hmm. wants his money and he knew he needed the surgery to produce for the team. Um, so I think he'll be able to pass his physical. I think he'll be on this team. And I think Jacoby Myers will be that guy. You know, Jimmy Garoppolo is going to get those deep passes to Adams, but when it's just a simple play to get a first down, Myers is going to be his go-to target. Exactly. Exactly. I don't know how Devonte slipped my mind there, but <laughs> Hey, what are you going to do, man? It's you got names running through your head all day, man. Sometimes you miss one. That's all right though. Anyway, a Lazard, I see Thielen also down here and I'm kind of, feeling that a little bit you know what i mean but i think i'm gonna stay safe here and go with lazard alan lazard with his quarterback the same quarterback he's always had in new york i think they're gonna make magic happen definitely definitely but i'm still going i'm still on the clock and obj goes i mean i like obj a little bit you know i i think he's gonna get a little bit of work but I don't know, man. I don't know if I'm willing to risk it. Risk it, Trey. I know you. A hundred percent in the twelfth round. I'm willing to risk it on OBJ in the twelfth <laughs> round all day, baby. Twelfth round, sure. Dart throw, absolutely. But I mean, this dude could be wide receiver one on. You know, he's like said to be the wide receiver one on this team, and it's the Ravens. Lamar supposed to be stepping up. Everybody's hyping up Lamar. Why not hype up OBJ? I mean, I'm I'm happy to take him in the eleventh, twelfth round all day of the week. Okay, but if you get. Let's say three to four good games out of him. He gets hurt, gets injured. Is that worth it to you? For the 12th round? For sure. <laughs> but 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 he's going to be, are you going to be playing him? You know, like, is, is he going to be a guy you're actually going to have the, the cojones to throw in? So it's definitely scary. I think week one uh, with on my team, I, I, but I wouldn't have to start him because I'm drafting for depth this late in the game. Um, it's one of those guys that you can put on your team for depth and then after the first week, if he produces, I'll start him week two. Um, I, that, at that point, I, if he goes off week one, I'd be willing to start him week two going forward. And if he doesn't, keep him on your bench. And by week three, if he hasn't done nothing, I'm dropping in. I'm waiver searching. That simple. 
<laughs> makes sense. Makes sense. But hey, I'm on the clock still. Um, I'm, you, you know, I got a glance over at my running backs, just see what's hanging out over there. Um, got Kendra Miller, the rookie for New Orleans, Elijah Mitchell, Tyler Algier, um, Devin Singletary hanging out down there. It's really rough, buddy. It's really rough to be completely honest with you. So I think I'm going to stick with my wide receivers and because I see more value over here in the wide receivers. Um, Adam Thielen, Tyler Boyd, uh, Rondell Moore, some of these guys I'm looking at. Romeo Dobbs down here. I think Romeo Dobbs is going to be value for sure. Um, they've been saying Dobbs is the Jordan Love's guy, um, which is kind of scary for Christian Watson owners, being at how high he's going in most drafts. But uh, down here in the uh, the what are we at the uh, the twelfth round? Yeah, I think I'm going to go Romeo Dobbs here. I think he's going to be worth the grab. Yeah, I seen Romeo Dobbs down there, and I was looking at that maybe for my next pick, but then I realized I did have Christian Watson. I don't really want to, you know, grab two receivers from the same team. Um, but that's why I took a risk on Christian Watson. The the risk is that Romeo Dobbs steps up. I still think Christian Watson is going to get those explosive plays, yeah. uh, even if he's not getting that every down passing ball. He's the guy. He makes explosive plays. He gets touchdowns. Jordan Love just has to get him the ball. For sure. Um, and you're on the clock, buddy. Yeah, so you take Romeo Dobbs, Dalton Kincaid goes, Tyler Algier, Jacoby Myers, Elijah Mitchell, Gerald Everett, Sam Laporta, Tyler Boyd, Rondell Moore. And looking at my team, these are my last two picks before I take kicker and defense. I mean, so this is the last bit of depth that I have here. Um, I've got some depth at running back, but I don't have a lot of depth at receiver. I've got three receivers on my team, so I really want to try to take double receiver here. Now, there's not a lot of receivers out there worth looking at, but, you know, depth is depth. you got to take what you can get. Obviously, the best value on the board right now, in my personal opinion, is a guy who's a veteran who's been doing his thing, you know, and I got a feeling he's going to do his thing this year. <laughs> um, that's Adam Thielen. I'm going to go ahead and take him uh, as a depth piece there. I'm glad you didn't uh, go that direction. And then back on the clock again at the 13-1, I, I still want to get some more wide receiver depth here. Um, I do want to look around, though, and see what else is going on. So I look at my running backs. You know, you've got your – third string and backups here uh, mostly in the running back room and guys that don't have teams um, so that kind of scares me possible tight end backup but I don't really kind of do that I'm more of a tight end streamer if my tight end fails um, so I really want to go receiver here like I said there's not a lot left on the board um, but this is you know the last pick of my draft um, besides kicker and defense so I'm going to scroll down deep if I need to um, there's a lot of guys on here that you know, um, you got to take risks on and, um, looking here, man, this is tough. <laughs> um, it I is. think honestly, um, with what I've got to work with here, I'm going to go with, um, the rookie Rashe Rice out of Kansas city. I mean, uh, get that stack with my quarterback. Um, you know, it's a rookie and that's what I like for my, um, you know, my very late pick, especially my last pick, take some risks on some rookies because those are the guys that you're going to get amazing value. If they do shine, if he doesn't shine, I'll drop him in the week one or two. It was my last pick. So it really doesn't matter to me, but if somehow this dude goes crazy and is actually a, a rookie monster, you know, rookie of the year type player, I've got him on my team. I've got his quarterback who's getting him the ball and they're going to shine together. And you say last pick because you got your defense and your kicker coming up, right? Right, exactly. My next well, two picks will be defense and kicker. Well, I think you got one more, actually. Oh, really? 
Okay. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Cool. Well, so, okay. Hey. So second to last pick either way. Either way. Um, yeah. But yeah. Yeah. Either way. I like it. I like it. And, um, and I'm back. I am back on the clock here. Um, I ended up uh, with a lot of wide receivers here on my team. I got a lot of options to choose from here. And uh, again, looking at my running backs, <clears throat> Zeke Elliott's there. Is this guy going to have a team? I don't know. Uh, Jeff Wilson Jr., um, pretty sure Dalvin's going over there. Mostert, that, that's really something. Because if Dalvin did say he's not going to the – or he didn't accept the contract that they offered him. So uh, Mostert? Or Jeff Wilson Jr. might be value in these drafts. Closer to, uh, I think if that were to happen and Dalvin went elsewhere, those guys would raise in the ADP. Don't you think that? For sure. But when's that going to happen? When's that decision going to be made? I feel like some people are already going to have their leagues drafted by then. Yeah, you're probably right. You're probably right. But I think Mostert is probably the call here. I know usually he is the most hurt, but last year he managed to stay healthy. And um, I think I've got enough depth when it comes to wide receivers here. So I'm going to go ahead and take me some Raheem Mostert. And hopefully Dalvin doesn't go there. That's a good dart throw, you know? Definitely. Definitely. I like that pick a lot. Um, and I'm back. I'm back on the clock. And like Trey said, now I'm on my last pick here. And I've got my two two quarterbacks. And I think I need one more guy just to uh, solidify and make sure things are going to work out for me. I got to be completely honest with you. Um, nobody's going to like this, the sound of this. Uh, Baker Mayfield down there. Um, worst case scenario. I'm a, Look, I'm a Bucks fan. If you've watched the show before, you know that. But I'm a Bucks fan, and I think Baker Mayfield is going to surprise people. When I look at the uh, quarterbacks here, either way, there's not a lot of love here. Um, so what's the worst-case worst, worst case scenario here? <laughs> I'm going to go ahead and take Baker. Why not? I like it. I like it a lot. You know, and, and like I said, he's your depth quarterback, so it's not like you're going to start him week to week. Mm-hmm. Um, basically, he's an um, emergency uh, break glass in case of emergency if Derek Carr or Trevor Lawrence goes down. Um, <laughs> so, I mean, I like it. I like taking a risk on Baker as my third quarterback. I don't hate that at all. Yes, sir. especially as your very last pick. I mean, that's nothing. <laughs> yes, sir. Yes, sir. Get in it, buddy. Okay, so I'm back on the clock here, and being at the one spot, having a kicker in defense, um, I'll get the first take on defense um, at my next pick. But let's finish off our team here with some more depth. Um, looking at my team, I thought I was I had um, done my last pick of player, but I've got one more depth position, um, and I think I'm going to lean more towards running back here. Um, my wide receivers are pretty solid, um, so I'm going to go ahead and look at the running back room. Again, like Bandy was talking about, there's not a lot out there, but there's a guy here who I think um, – you know, he might even go undrafted in some leagues, but I do like him um, because of the situation that he's in. I mean, he's behind a guy who I feel like is going to produce, but has been up and down. Um, and this dude could step in and take over that role, um, you know, ma- and maybe get some work every week anyway. Um, and being that his ADP is like 195, I mean, he's basically free. Uh, I'm going to get me some Chubba Hubbard on the board here. Not where I thought you were going, but hey, I like it. I like the Chuba Hubbard, man. That's that's. I mean, in the your last pick, why not? Why Where'd not? you think I was going? Cordero Patterson. Ah, I didn't even see him down there, but I do like <laughs> the Cordero Patterson pick as well. It does scare me though with Algier and uh, 
Bajan there, um, that it's just a little bit more of a shot. But Chubba Hubbard is the only dude behind Miles Sanders, and we know Miles Sanders has a history of going down. So, Mm -hmm, For sure. Um, But you're still there, buddy. It's time for that defensive kicker, the fun part. Get it. Back on the clock, I get the first choice of the defense. Um, For me, it's between the Eagles and the Niners, um, but I'm a big advocate of how awesome the Eagles' defense has become. I mean, it's literally just the Georgia defense, Um, and I know the Niners probably is the better pick here, but since this is a mock draft and how much I like the Eagles' defense, I'm going the Eagles. Why not, baby? Fly, Eagles, fly, man. That that would be called... What did we call them? The Georgia dogs? <laughs> yeah. I need you to clip that fly Eagles fly. And I'm going to post that every time you talk about how much the Eagles just run the ball and our games are boring. <laughs> no, I'm talking for you, baby. Fly for you, my friend. Yeah. Not for me. No, don't do that. I, I, I control the clips, the clip it's on this show. <laughs> this is free range. Everybody out there got it. Somebody make a gif of Bandy saying fly Eagles fly. And you can make it, make me doing it. why not why not um but hey i'm back on it buddy i'm back on it and i'm gonna go ahead and get my defense here um i'm a big component to to, you know streaming defenses streaming kickers streaming tight ends honestly i'm always looking for the best deal out there who i think is going to produce for me that week here so i'm really not super um crazy like worried that i gotta pick the right defense i gotta pick the right kicker i'm just gonna go with a team that history has shown have been a decent defense i'm gonna go with the patriots defense why not yeah, I like it a lot, man. And one thing I want to say for those people that do play defensive and kicker leagues, when you get like if you don't get one of those first couple, you know, guaranteed solidified defenses that are going to carry you pretty much all year and you don't have to stream your defense, when you get down to where you have to stream, you don't have to take a defense in your draft at all, especially if your league drafts earlier. You know, we draft right before the season starts, so it's more like to take a defense, but if you're drafting, you know, a month before the season starts or whatever, I would wait on a defense if I didn't get one of those top guys and I would draft a guy and wait until the season starts and then maybe something changes and that dude gets more value or something and you can trade that dude around or do some different things and then grab one of those defense that are going to be on the waiver right before the season starts um you know but just grab a guy that you think might you know step up and shine up and something happen you know say a guy like Ezekiel Elliott um just in case he gets picked up on a team maybe you know he'd be better than having um, some low like tanks Bigsby on your team. You know what I mean? Um, so grab you a guy like that if you don't have a top defense there to grab just in case right before the season starts. Obviously, if he doesn't get a team, you can drop him, grab a defense, start it, no problem. Absolutely. Absolutely, buddy. Um, there's a lot of people that play like that, and then that's smart. That's thinking ahead, man. And that's what a lot of folks, when it comes to fantasy football, don't realize. It's a lot of thinking ahead, a lot of playing chess here and you just checkers that's right that's right um but i'm back on it buddy and i'm gonna get me a kicker here um i'm gonna go with uh let's see why not brandon mcmanus playing for jacksonville just get me a little more of that jacksonville going on my team i like it i like it a lot i'm gonna get the very last pick of the kickers here uh so not a lot to go on um but looking down the list here Let's see. Are even these guys even starters? I know. I was looking at that, man. It's like they don't even have a team. Like interesting enough. 
Um, oh, D. Hopkins down there. Uh, yeah. Dustin, yeah. that is. <laughs> Not getting uh, DeAndre in the last round. but Straight uh, kicking it down there. <laughs> you know what? Um, that's who I'm going to roll with uh, because the Chargers got, are going to have a high offense team and Dustin Hopkins is worth a grab. Wow, got D Hop at the last pick of the draft. You don't see that happen much. <laughs> no doubt, no doubt. But guess what? We're special over here at the fourth and flex, and we grab D Hop with the 16th round pick. No problems. That's D Hopkins, by the way, kicker for the uh, Washington, right? And the Washington Chargers. You never know. These kickers are just everywhere. They go anywhere. That is uh, something now, man. You'll see kickers just hop around every year. It's like, oh, yeah, isn't he a Colt? Well, no, he was a Colt. Then he was a Texan. Now he's a Raider. Oh. (laughs) Yeah, we got that one dude over on Tampa Bay now with the glasses. Uh, What's his name? Yeah, from... from Indianapolis. Yeah, from the Colts. I love that dude, actually. Blankenship. Blankenship. We got Blankenship on the books. I'm surprised he let go of Suckup, but we got old Blankenship over there. I like that guy. Yeah, Suckup was kind of sucking it up, though. No, he wasn't. Dude was like the best player on our team last year, bro. Yeah, yeah. I mean, well, yeah, when it come down to it, you know, when you when you needed three points to win and the score was like six to three. <laughs> Bam! Get you with that three. Um, let's take a look at our teams here, buddy. Why don't you go with my team first? Tell me what you like. Tell me what you don't like, buddy. All right. So starting off, we've got Bajan Robinson, his running backs, Bajan Robinson, Ramondre Stevenson, Jameer Gibbs, Isaiah Pacheco, Raheem Mostert, as usual, killing it in the running back room. Um, love this here. I mean, uh, it's a two running back league with two flex. So your top two running backs are going to be super solid. Um, and then getting Jameer Gibbs as the depth there, that could be a flex all year. It might be a, a here and there flex, but it has the potential to be a, a flex all year long. Um, so I definitely love the running back room here. Quarterback wise, Trevor Lawrence and Derek Carr, I think is a beautiful um, set of super flex quarterbacks, especially for a team 10 team. Um, you know, when, when you're not getting one of those top guys, you got to kind of uh, pick, pick and choose here and play with what you got. Derek Carr, I think, is great value, and Trevor Lawrence is right there with it. Um, looking at the receivers, obviously um, not as great, but waited to the sixth round to get your first receiver. Um, so you got DJ Moore, Christian Kirk, Brandon Cooks, Alan Lazard. Still got value out of a lot of these guys um, just to uh, balance the team out more. I love Brandon Cooks. I think you'll probably – um, be competing with DJ Moore as a starting position, but I love Ooh. the Christian Kirk stack. Um, I just really think people are sleeping on Brandon Cooks way more than uh, what it looks like. Mm-hmm. But yeah, okay. I don't hate this team at all. This team is super solid. I mean, even your quarterback three is is worth a look, baby. <laughs> That's right. I like it. Hey, let's clip that. Trey said <laughs> Baker Mayfield was worth a look. See how, see how I worded it? Then you can't clip it because I didn't even use his name. Uh, well, I'll make sure. I will edit it in there, my friend. <laughs> Baker May- May- Mayfield. <laughs> Mayfield, yeah. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. Appreciate it, buddy. I got to be honest with you, man. Um, taking Bijan, I think, is solid. Um, Jameer Gibbs, who I really I really do believe that both of these guys are going to um, um, do big things for my team here. But it does scare me a little bit, taken with that rookie power on my mm-hmm. team. Um, Trevor Lawrence, Derek Carr, my team I feel like is a lot is a few question marks, and that scares me because I am more of the uh, – you know, make sure you got your guys that you know are going to do you good, barring injury, of course. So this team here kind of scares me. It's a little more difficult, uh, I think, 
you know, drafting from the 10th spot, being at the end of the uh, draft here, um, you just got to kind of take it how they come to you. And that's what I did here. But I think I managed to um, put together a pretty decent team considering. Without a doubt, without a doubt. But let's go check out Trey's team over here. Um, of course, drafting at the one, man, always never, never easy. I will say that never easy draft at the one. But when I look at your team, buddy, I, I like it. I like it. Like I said, at the beginning of this draft, you see, you've got um, a, a guy you can count on for each position. You've got Patrick Mahomes as your quarterback. We all know that's good. Even if he does get hurt, this guy's going to stay in and play. He'll take the hits. He'll keep it going. We saw him limping around to win to get to the Super Bowl. So we know that he's going to, you know, be there for you all year, most likely. Then you got AJ Brown, Nick Chubb, all solid starter number one dudes. And to grab you a quarterback, have to wait, what, 22 picks till it came back and still managed to get you a solid guy on both sides. I really love that. Aaron Rodgers being slept on. I mean, he was kind of at the top of the ADP when you came back. So I think he was a great pick there. And like I said, um, a solid guy at each position. I think Dalton Schultz is a solid guy at tight end, but you're like me and we like to uh, bounce around on our tight end. So he may be your guy for a few weeks. He may not. We'll see how that shakes up. I got to say though, for you, other than AJ Brown, your wide receivers kind of scare me a little bit, but, but you've got guys that have every opportunity and every chance to be great. So you just don't know how it's going to shake out your running backs. I love, I love every one of your running backs. They're great. Even Chuba Hubbard as a dart throw um, down there is good. So um, Sam Howell as your third quarterback, I really think I think Sam Howell's going to be great this year. I really think that was a great grab um, down there. Might even um, be good trade fodder. For sure, for sure. If he starts doing good, you might be able to trade him up. I like that. Um, what do you got to say about your team? Uh, so, I'm, you know, like I said, drafting at the one is a hard spot, um, but I tend to figure it out most times. I do really like the start of my team. Obviously, my receiver room is a little risky, but I've got A.J. Brown at the top just to make sure that I have that one guy that can produce. Um, it's only a two wide receiver team anyway. Um, so, you know, I can flex running backs or whatever I need to do. Um, and then I've got these other receivers though, that have, they have upside and they could be down. I really think Deontay Johnson is going to, um, surprise a lot of people this year and Christian Watson with Jordan love. I mean, we saw what Christian Watson was doing. He was getting those deep passes with touchdowns, 80 yards. Um, and, and it was just hard working with that wide receivers that I was getting. Um, but I ended up, uh, thinking, grabbing some guys that that have the potential to really produce. Obviously there's a chance they don't, um, but you can always find a, a, a good wide receiver to stream out there on the waiver wire. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. That was fun, man. I love, I love Superflex. Don't Superflex you? is the best, man. If y'all yeah. ain't doing Superflex, y'all need to move around. <laughs> move around and move up. Move around to a Superflex league, I guess. Exactly. <laughs> that was fun. That was fun. But guys, if you want to uh, join the family, man, go to patreon.com slash fourth and flex. Join the team here. You can get in our discord chat. You, you'll, you'll have one-on-one help with your fantasy teams, man. We're going to get you to the playoffs. That is for sure. We're going to help you with the waiver, help you with everything that you need, man. So check out our Patreon account. There are different uh, tiers there. So whatever tier you feel comfortable with, man, check it out. And, and of course, we've got merch, man. We got stuff to buy. Look at that shirt Trey's wearing. That bad boy is 
sweet. Um, you can find it down in the description below. If you want to get you a, a mug, just a fourth and flex mug, man, drink out of our mug every day. Think about your boys. We love it. And we appreciate the support. Um, I'm telling you right now, there's nothing better than waking up in the morning, throwing on the fourth and flex podcast, having you a nice cup out of the fourth and, cup of coffee out of the fourth and flex cup. Can't get no better than that. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Thank you guys so much for watching. And we will see you on the next one. Peace. You've been listening to the fourth and flex fantasy football podcast. Here we go. Here we go. If you love anything and everything pro football, then you found your new home. We hope you've enjoyed the show. We know we had a blast. Make sure to like, rate, and review, and we'll be back soon. But in the meantime, questions and comments at fourthandflex at gmail.com. Find us on Instagram at fourthandflex and on Twitter at fourthandflexpod. See you next time on the Fourth and Flex Fantasy Football Podcast.